Hi, hello. Did you notice Christine is continuing on her producer role in this episode? I know we go back and forth on this, but overall, I can't hate it too much because this is a rare insight into the truth. And she's really driving the storylines forward, or at least giving us the tidbits we want. Exactly. I can't blame her too much. But you know who I can blame? The actual producers of the show. The reason we have to have all of these setup shots and these very setup questions is because nothing is naturally shot anymore. It's not documentary style. It's fully scripted. It's fully, well, I don't want to say scripted, but everything is set up. Did McKelty, I think it was McKelty who said they film the majority of the year. Which I was very surprised by, considering what we have. Does that really mean production's always on, but not everyone's always there? For example, it seems like Christine always has to drive down for Mm -hmm. her scenes. So in that sense, I can see that's completely unnatural. Like you're not, if you weren't filming, besides truly getting visits with Cody, are you coming to Flagstaff at all? Is there any reason for you to be at Flagstaff? I mean, maybe to hang out with Janelle for family events, life events, but that's probably it. So I can see how it's just not. And I mentioned this before earlier in the first couple episodes where everything we see is planned. We don't really see them living, just doing things as in your life in Flagstaff. Again, in the last episode, we talked about Robin and Cody. We don't. Where is the love? What is it about this human that makes them the chosen one. Like, can I see you going on a date? Can I see you interact? Can I see you talk? Does Robin have a personality that we don't know about? Oddly enough, a lot of the times when they are in a scene, there's always a third party. It's not just Cody and Robin. No, ever. But again, going back to, well, that's not natural. Like, in a natural setting, it would just be you two. Mm-hmm. While we don't see them together this episode, we do get a few gems, infuriating gems, from Cody and Robin separately. But first, we see Christine and Janelle prepping for Easter. I did enjoy that. It seems like if we keep focusing on holidays, everyone is going to openly bash the other portions of the family as far as whatever they're doing for that particular holiday. Doesn't that seem so petty? Like as this group of adults, you have Cody and Robin just trying to minimize everyone else's celebration and experiences because they're so sad and miserable. I can see from Cody's perspective, he gets a lot of, rightly so, negativity from a lot of members of the family. And it seems like he's on the, he's on the offensive as well. Right, He's not willing to forgive or just let things go. Whereas we would imagine a normal adult would just say, I'm cool with this or I'm not cool with this, but I'm not going to argue. I'm a grown adult. I don't have time for this. Let's forgive each other. Kumbaya. Like you're cool with me. I want to move on with my life. But he can't do that. No, he's regressed so much. Now, what I did enjoy is the ex-wives are so freely mentioning Robin's name in mm-hmm. everything. For example, the the whole earring thing. We got that whole storyline. <laughs> yeah. I do like how Robin, every time someone brings something like this up, she really does downplay it. Whereas realistically, there's 
all these examples and mind you, we're just getting a handful of them, but there's probably so many more in their lifetime of how I, I hate saying like the whole favorite wife thing, but you had the weight to change Cody's mind or modify his perspective. For example, the whole earring thing, we used to not be able to do it, but now Robin shows up and she likes earrings. So let's all do it. Easter, the family for years which is odd. Did they celebrate Easter and then decide they aren't going to celebrate Easter or do they never celebrate Easter? I think they never celebrated it. It was, After speaking to people, Cody decided it was too pagan. So they celebrated Resurrection Sunday. Okay. Robin joins the family. Eventually Easter comes up. They say, hey, we don't really celebrate Easter here. She thinks, oh, um, okay, well, I do. So... I'm going to go to my parents' house. Yeah. It's like, well, you're, you've talked about it a lot. It's like, you're not integrating yourself with the family. The whole, you're not allowing like even the children to have that experience. But even in this example, a holiday, you're, instead of not allowing people in, you're actually leaving. You're, you're making yourself distant from everyone else. And poor Cody just can't have that. He cannot be away from her for one or two days. So he decided they'll do Easter. And I love that Janelle called her out by name. Also me, a grown ass adult, just realized that we do a hybrid. We go to church. We do the Resurrection Sunday. Do the traditional stuff and then go home and it's all about the Easter Bunny. (laughs) I did think it was interesting and probably good that Christine talked about how Robin had a lot of leverage and there was a lot of changes when she joined the family, but that some things did definitely get better. She's not trying to say everything was awful. We only did things Robin's way. Some things fine, admittedly better. What do you think they mean by that? Do you mean how we celebrate birthdays or how we do family functions? Because at some ways you're trying to sell Robin on the family. So you have to do these quote unquote fun-tivities to sell this person on your family. So does that mean he's more accepting of things he might find annoying or he's just not into? That's what it is. Certain things, maybe celebrations or the way she likes to do stuff. She could just tell Cody that's what she does. And then he's down as to where Definitely, Christine has no leverage, and so he wouldn't budge on anything, I'm sure. I appreciate Christine putting money and candy in the eggs. Makes it more fun for the older kiddos. Now, something different that we do from what they were doing, we put eggs out with little trinkets or or money and stuff, but Mm -hmm. the adults don't participate. We just let the kids enjoy All of that. Still only kiddos, but we do kind of a combination of candy. The golden eggs have a few bucks in it. And then little trinkets, like you said. Fun fact, little, what are they called? What are the squishies called? Oh, I don't remember. I'm just saying about fidgets, but that's not it. No, they're tiny, squishy, usually animals or fruit that perfectly fit in an Easter egg. So those are great to put in. Not squishmallows, right? Those are the stuffy. Those are the big ones. Yeah, those are the, the big, big stuffies. Totally spacing out. But there's those little squishy animals that fit really well into a plastic egg as well as gibbets. Gibbets are so key. Every kid gets so excited looking at those. That's always fun. We need to get better at 
I know Easter, it's all pastel and things are all colorful, but for Easter eggs, I kind of want to troll the kids one day and get more natural colors so they're harder to find because it's so it's so obvious when they're pink and yellow like i'm talking like camo (laughs) eggs maybe a nice brown a green a good texture of green to hide into you know the plants and the grass now that the kids are old enough we do like to actually hide them and like try to remember where we put them so we can give hints if they really can't find them do you think at some point it will have to shift to something kind of like that, but not that anymore because the kids are going to start getting older and older. We're going to have to get more and more creative. Maybe they have to. How do you get bigger than a egg hunt when your your human body is just bigger? Like that's maybe not what you're into. You have to solve the riddle to find the egg. You can't just hunt for it. I oh, leave okay. clues okay. around. Maybe eggs have clues in them that lead them to a little basket of candy or something. These kids will never grow up and they'll be 30 years old and I will still be hiding them their eggs. <laughs> so They're it doesn't be like matter. 17 and be like, Auntie, I, I can't. You can, I you can. will. I'll, I'll up the money if I have to. <laughs> There's a $100 bill on the golden eggs. You better Start solve this looking. riddle. <laughs> also, the yard isn't big. So there's really... There's only so many hiding places. I'm telling you, we'll just get creative. So not only is the timeline kind of wonky in the last few episodes, but even the editing got kind of wonky in this episode. We talked about having like an Easter gathering at Christine's house, but then all of a sudden we were at Aspen's house, but we never mentioned Aspen's house. It was kind of strange. What are your thoughts when... We've gotten a few scenes either with Aspen or in this case now at Aspen's house. It seems like she's cool enough with the show, but not cool enough that she's ever really a part of the, well, never a part of the production. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just think about these things. What do you get from that? Or do you just get nothing from that? If I'm remembering correctly, all scenes that she does participate in are self-filmed And I think that's the only thing she's comfortable with. I don't, if I'm remembering correctly, she's not in anything that's actually produced or on the couch or anything like that. And so I just think like, oh, mom has to film today. Sure. That's fine. That's a good catch because if you're trying to live very low key away from this show and realistically, even Aspen herself has featured very, very little in Mm -hmm. these scenes, it would make for a big a big scene if you have a whole production crew and not that honestly, if we've ever seen production in Utah, like have we ever seen anything not self-filmed in Utah lately? Just her talking head, which we know is in her, her little rental. Sure. In his talking head, Cody says where I'm at, I have a wife and children with Robin and that's really, eh, I'm okay with that, but I hope we can fix things. What is his definition of fix things? That everyone comes groveling to his feet and he goes, "Mm, I accept. Because the way the family stands, he's never, well, unless they go look for a wife, which you never know. Never say never. He's only ever going to have one wife from this point. Mm -hmm. So nothing is going to change from that perspective. The only thing that could change is you fix the relationships with your, not only your children, honestly, but Realistically, your ex-wives. Yeah, you still need a co-parent. Get your big boy pants on. You just do it. 
Isn't it crazy how Cody views himself as like a stereotypical manly man, but he's really just like so scared of emotions and people being anything other than kissing his ass? I do find it odd that he seems to have that stance, but again, coming from this time, coming from Gwen, where this family really avoids confrontation. And if we're talking about his, the hierarchy of the family, I mean, that must come from the leadership, which means does the leader of this family avoid conflict? Cause that's not really speaking like tough guy. You know? Absolutely. And it's bad leadership, but remember he only wants to be a leader when it's convenient because if something's wrong, then Janelle better tell those boys to get in shape. Cody continues on speaking about the children. He says an identity without their dad. That's exactly what Christine and Janelle's plan was all along to separate them from me so they can have them all to themselves. Wow. Long con Janelle and Christine, 20, 30 years. I'm sure that was the plan. During the vid, which surprisingly, I don't think in this episode we ever heard the word COVID once. Ooh, maybe not. I don't think so. And I apologize that we're mentioning it on this episode of the podcast, but whether it was Robin or Cody making those rules, whatever, it's amazing that he can have this mindset where For better or worse, your family couldn't figure out during COVID, so you spent a lot of time apart, but that led you to only being at one person's house for the majority of the time. Mm -hmm. And he'll say things like, I was with, I was at Janelle's, I was at Janelle's. I'm like, you can say that, but if you're at Robin's 90% of the time, that's not equality. You're not splitting your time between all these families. And later in the episode, we get a little glimpse into maybe what Cody viewed as being at Robin's. And spoiler, it's very much so what he considered being at Christine's. Which is wild. What Christine mentions way back when of how Cody's time at her house went is eerily similar to what Janelle described. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that in a moment. But let me just get to that point with Cody is that you have all of these all of these people that are against you for whatever reason, and even some of your older sons, you call them the boys, but in one moment you told Janelle, like they need to get out of the house. They're 18. But then all of Robin's kids or well, all of her kids outside of this family, they're all over 18. Well, except for Brianna and they're still living at the house and no sign that they're being told like, you gotta start planning on your next step here. Well, that's because Robin would never allow them to leave. And Cody is fine with anything Robin says. But it's amazing that with Janelle, it's, well, you're going to pick your kids or me. And it's like, yeah. what What kind of decision is that? So gross. The, the favoritism, I mean, examples at every turn. So then when he says things like, I have a wife and kids that love me here, I'm like, yeah, but look at how you've treated everyone else. Mm-hmm. There's a reason it's like this. It's not too wise grand scheme to separate their children from you in her talking head robin says every single time i start thinking about planning for a holiday i go through a process of mourning it literally hurts my heart when i think about not doing things together that's a lie you purposely have kept your kids apart from the rest of the kids and now it's worse than ever A beautiful example in Thank You Production. I see you. I appreciate you. We cut to Mary, who says, 
that her Easter was a regular Sunday and that Cody and Robin didn't invite them over for anything. Oh, but it, it literally hurts Robin's heart. Begging Mary to stay. Be a part of the family. Calling you a sister wife, her best friend. I mean, this stuff's writing itself. We don't, you can't even comment around this. It is what it is. Like mm-hmm. you don't reach out to Mary. Are you lying to us? Are you trying to make yourself believe a lie? I think Robin believes her own lies. They're not lies. This is in her head. It's so wild to me because in, in another hand, Mary could just as easily say, why don't you ever reach out to me? Mm-hmm. Like It's always me reaching out. Oh, do you remember that little sneak peek a few episodes ago that we watched where it showed Mary kind of calling out Robin when Robin went to her house and Mary told her that she was moving the business to Parowan? Sure. It was so awkward. Like, these aren't even basic level friends. Like, Robin doesn't know how to hold a conversation. She just kind of, hmm, eh. Do you think that's tough because the cameras are around and it would be different if all of this wasn't recorded season 18 no i don't accept that also robin wants everything on camera well that's not true everything but her home every anything that doesn't pertain to her for example gwen coming out she told her that she should have done it on camera yeah that speaks a lot about it's just it's just the the whole new world vibe right everything Mm -hmm. has to be recorded everything's for clout everything's for how's it gonna make me money Mm -hmm. and in this case indirectly you're saying oh you have this big news it would look really good on tv because it'll like you know more ratings for the family so seeing how mary and robin interacted so awkwardly there and how mary said well you're never coming over i have this playground i mean it'd be great to have the kids over and what was robin's response the weather the snow what you have a friend opening up to you and your response is to talk about the weather Speaking of Mary and her true friend, we go to Parowan and see her and Jen cleaning out the carriage house. So giggly, having the time of their lives, everything is hilarious. We also see Jen's husband again. And I think you're right. I think this like confirmed it for me. He's definitely on the B&B payroll, right? Until something confirms he's not, I just assume he's an employee. At this point, Jen and Mary, or excuse me, Jen and her husband are just employees of Mary. That's how I take it. Because I don't know if you would be as involved. I mean, from her husband's standpoint. Again, I don't really know what's going on. We don't know what time they're filming. I mean, is this the weekend and he just happened to be washing cars? Is this a weekday? If it's a weekday, I'm thinking, well, shouldn't you be at work? Well, maybe this is her his work is he's the handyman or the caretaker of the grounds. Yeah, exactly. Robin was wild for saying this. She said, if Mary just sticks around long enough and we get through what's going on with Christine and even Cody and Janelle figure out whatever they're going to do and he, and he can get through all of his anger and emotions, then they will have a chance to make it work. That was so long winded If she can just hang on for 10 more years and then if pigs could fly and then if all of these things line up perfectly in the universe, maybe then he will call her. Something that I thought was a bit wild in the sit down 
an episode or two ago with Mary, Cody, and Robin. Cody's getting this feeling of, I think Robin's trying to like keep Mary around. I'm Mm -hmm. getting that feeling. And I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Do you not talk about this stuff? Like, have you not? It's surprising that he hasn't told Robin, like, Robin, you can stop this. Like, I'm not getting back together with Mary. Like, I barely consider her a friend. There's no time to talk about the future or plans when you're perpetually being the victim and crying. If he told her this, Robin could stop this charade of trying to keep Mary with this small version of the family. But why is he so oblivious? Like, so blindly in love? Robin's outlook with Mary in the family, I have a, excuse me, I have trouble seeing what is your vision for the future? Your kids are older, hopefully moved out of the house by now. Mary's still by herself. Cody's not visiting her. You guys are in your 60s by now. That's the life you want for Mary to just be by herself? Yeah, a great friend, right? A wonderful sister wife, a Honestly, true part is, of the family. That is some weird mean girl vibes, though. It's very mean. Which is wild because Mary was always on your side. Mary got divorced for you and your kids. Yeah. Mary had a little bit of a throwback quote, and I loved it. When she was talking about Sean being awesome to her, supportive, doing things that he does for his wife, also for her, she says, it doesn't go weird. It's a platonic relationship. Do you remember in the beginning when they were talking about how like we don't go weird? Yeah, we don't go weird. (laughs) We have individual relationships with Cody. You know what's funny? It's not really funny, but they think it's so funny. The things they think people are thinking about, I don't think about. No. I don't think anything weird is going on with Jen, you and her husband. Like that never crossed my mind, but you it's so funny and giggly to you. But I just don't see it. And also some of the, and we mentioned it before in a previous pod, like some of the polygamous jokes, like maybe it's just the kind of people we are. Like, we just don't care. No. I wouldn't care if somebody in my life was polygamous. I'm like, that's cool. I'm happy for you. But I don't need jokes about it or you to think everything about it is funny in comparison to the standard wife and husband way of living. We cut to Cody who says... I'm fine with Mary moving to Parowan. I don't think she has a very fulfilling life here in Flagstaff. So why? I, it's just so infuriating. Have the conversation. Sit her down. Tell her to move on. That's it. Then cutting to Mary, she says, I was hoping he would react a little bit more with a realization that I was going to physically be further away. It's going to be harder to heal a marriage with this distance. He just went through a divorce. Is he concerned about another one? You know, it's wild. Hmm. As Mary says this, this isn't even the marriage he should be worried about at this moment in time. (laughs) No. The one that's more likely to end at this moment is between Cody and Janelle. Mm -hmm. Which he is also putting no effort in. You know, they've never seen a counselor. Him and Janelle? Him and Janelle. Since they that saw- moment when she says, I'm going to take it, I'll take it seriously. Like, I'll go to counseling. Oh, no. You've never gone to counseling. Because he thinks that the women have to do everything. Oh, you said you were agreeing to go. Okay, find someone. Let me know when the appointment is. And I'll tell you if I can make it. This was one of my favorite scenes because it was so dumb. <laughs> Cody says, my whole life ceased to be centered around mine and Robin's household. 
It shows a scene of Robin in her snake skin interview blouse with business pants and full-blown curls and makeup, trimming, I guess, a tiny plant on her deck and putting it in a plastic bag, which you cannot compost. So Robin's either going to her talking head or came back from her talking head and they said okay we need a little bit of extra b-roll but it was so funny that it was the exact same outfit it was like that (laughs) the moment after that scene and yeah i don't know what you're doing with this freshly potted tiny plant like what's going that plant doesn't need to be trimmed and then like you definitely didn't trim this entire bag from those two pots it was just weird like the production like raked up some leaves and we're like here put your clippings in there Though I do love to see Robin doing mm, anything. We never see her ever doing anything. No B-roll, nothing. Honestly, whether it's exciting or boring, I do want to see more of that side of the family. Mm -hmm. Because some of the older kids, they've essentially checked out. They're not really a part of the show. We see a lot of Janelle and Christine. Rarely so. They're really the only ones that have anything going on. Mary... So far this season, the only thing you have going on is that you're moving your business to Parowan. Okay, cool. Not that exciting. And I know we're probably not going to get it because Robin does shelter her kids so much. So they're, they're going to, excuse me, we're going to be let in as much as they allow us to. We're going to get an ear piercing scene, (laughs) you know, Solomon and Ari going on a play date, like very, very controlled atmospheres. And the bare minimum. Completely out of pocket, Cody says, it's been weird because I'm married to the love of my life and I got these other situations. It's hard to reconcile. I have all this angst. Okay. The love of his life. At this point. Situations. Hold on, hold on. At this point, (laughs) I'm thinking about, okay. And we'll get to it a little bit further, but it's almost like it's this dual of talking head i mean we always get like talking heads and response to scenes but now it feels like we're getting this talking head to this talking head they are they are communicating to each other through these talking head scenes because cody for the first time ever i believe calls her the love of his life now what did christine say at the beginning of this season he just happened to find the love of his life mm-hmm. and we just happened to also be there and it didn't really work out for mm-hmm. us. Um, it's a bummer. And I don't know if he's taking a shot at Christine in this moment in time because it really feels like they're poking at each other. It's beautiful editing. And it's like another dig. It's like, well, I got the love of my life. I'm like, dude, that's not the right thing to say when you have. It, it's really sad. It's so sad it's because sad. you're not divorced from Janelle. You're at this point not divorced from Mary. Like it's so disrespectful to say love of your life when you still claim to want to work it out with Janelle and to call the mother of your children situations rude. Cody continues on if that wasn't disgusting enough. And he says, listen, she doesn't want to reconcile meaning Janelle, we talk on the phone once in a while and Christine has so much influence over her. It's pathetic. So I don't want to say anything to Janelle because Christine will find out. You want to talk about what's pathetic? Robin having you by your junk. Talking about Christine and Janelle's relationship as 
Oh, Janelle's just wrapped around her finger. You are so blinded. I never understood the way he dislikes sister wives continuing a relationship with each other after a divorce. Like, I don't know if that's the status quo in their sect of polygamy. Like, are you just excommunicado if you get divorced from the man? Because that doesn't seem cool. Like, you'd feel like you were basically thrown away from the community. But the way he's reacting, it's almost like that's what he expects. Like, that's the, and even the way he talks about Christine, that's the enemy. I don't know if it's a polygamous thing, but it's definitely a Cody thing. It's if you're not with him, you're against him, you're the enemy. If you're at all a part of his family or wants to be, you better do everything he says, exactly how he says, or you're not with him. It is wild that Christine and Janelle, through Robin's fault or not, honestly, part of it is mostly on Cody just because of the way he treated them compared to how he treats Robin. But they came to the realization that for whatever reason, they weren't fans of Robin, whether Mm -hmm. things she did or just maybe partly it is jealousy. I mean, come on, you want equality. You want the same for everyone. And it's a bummer, but she's getting all of that time, all those resources. Mm -hmm. So I could see how you would kind of feel a type of way towards a person. You know, you're not you're not my best of friends. Like, I kind of don't like you because you're getting, you know, the bigger end of this deal. But this also leads to the biggest reason they can't figure it out because Cody, even though they've always had this thought process that their relationships are to Cody and not between the wives, but because these two sister wives don't necessarily want to be the best of friends with Robin, you just can't approve of them anymore. Again, going back to the love of my life, how can you not like the love of my life? This is this is my queen. <laughs> Then we move on to Christine hosting a dinner in Flagstaff. While everyone is sitting around the table, Janelle is bringing up the next Thanksgiving and potential plans. Everyone might go to Christine's, but some may also go to Logan's. But Janelle doesn't anticipate that they will be together with the rest of the family for the holidays, meaning Cody and Robin. They're doing your type of planning. How so? Like the moment... A raindrop hits summer. You're like, okay, what am I getting for Halloween? What am I getting for Thanksgiving? Uh, what am I getting for it. Christmas? We had one rainy week in the Northwest, and I said, chicken and dumplings, beef stew, pot roast. <laughs> what are we putting in the slow cooker? I think Janelle was accurate that they are most likely never getting back together like they used to. Mm-hmm. Was it us? On the show when we were talking about the whole family reunion thing? Or was that offline? It was just while we were watching the show. I think it would be a great idea to have it at some neutral site. Yeah. Maybe a family friends. Although, again, it just would never happen. Is Garrison's house neutral enough? I would say no. And it's also too small. Yeah, that's true. I would say a rental, but we know Robin will just freak out and call it fake. Cheap version. But I really do think that or Mary's is the best option. You know what's funny? Every time Cody says, I have a house with my wife or whatever the hell his saying (laughs) is. Dude, the fact that you say that over and over, this goes back to the foundational problem. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have a house you like all of our houses we're a family but yes you have 
a house. You have a wife. Like every time you say that, that's also one of the problems of why we have this issue. Just keeps tacking on. Just no realization. Cody says Janelle was compliant with Gabe and Garrison, and that wrecked their relationship. He says he did nothing to them except try to make them accountable. He continues on to say accountability is something that Janelle and Christine know nothing about. In the next scene, we see Robin, Aurora, Saul, and Ari coming over to Mary's house. Did you notice Robin and Aurora came in separate vehicles? I actually didn't catch that. What are we doing? I just have a feeling maybe after this play day, they're going separate ways or Aurora's doing something, going to the movies, just something, anything. Aurora had the kids all day. They went to the mall. Robin came down from her house. Possibly. (laughs) You never know. But yeah, I don't know. What's the deal with that? Don't you live fairly close to each other or 15 minutes away? Just go in the same car. Never. This is wild. I'm out here living guilty if I buy a car with low gas mileage, but these people are freely just driving multiple (laughs) cars around to the same destination. I 100% believe this is the first time that Ari and Saul have been in Mary's backyard. No way. Listeners, please. There's got to be more than once. Are you running in there in full excitement like you've never seen this before? Kids are weird, man. You never know. And then asking Mary if she has a dog because they have no idea and never been there before. Oh, my God. You ca- you catch everything. <laughs> I did not catch that. You were probably on your phone or something. Do you have a dog? Because my mom said she wants to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, old yellow. I just never saw a dog again. Uh, Janelle said, fuck that. I'm owning dogs. Yeah, and they're going to be in my bed. Janelle didn't give a fuck. So do you think Robin is also not letting her kids inside of Mary's house? Why it's always it isn't that just a weird feeling? It's not you're talking about not natural. Like we do you guys want to go in the house and like have some lunch water or snack or something? And then do you guys want to play or do you want to get water before you play? Or like, hey, there's so many windows on this house, we'll watch you from the couch or something. You know, me and Robin are gonna go in to talk. I don't know. I don't see any reason to stop the kiddos from coming in. Again, maybe because production, they already have their shit set up outside. That's why. You know it's Robin. I appreciate you trying to find another reason, but you know it's Robin. I mean, there's really no... Oh my gosh, I have a theory. Okay. Because Saul and Ari have this rare existence of having a full-time father, wouldn't it be a bit strange if they go into Mary's house and they just see all of these photos of their dad either loving on another woman or kissing her or whatever these photos are. And it's kind of like altering their storyline of what their family is or kind of American leader. It leads a nice story of Mary saying, yeah, your, um, your dad used to love me like that. Oh my and gosh. That, <laughs> this is just the way my brain works and how, why would you not let the kids in the house? Is it that or... The word that shall not be said, COVID-19. I don't think so. I mean, come on, Aurora's going, everyone's going to school. Like, come on. (laughs) She's going to milk. Those kids are in school. Thousands of kids. Come on Well, no, uh, Ari and Saul are in school. Right, right. Going to Mary's house with one person. Come on. No. I say it all the time. Words are important. They have meaning. The use of the words are very important. 
Robin says it's really important to Mary that she have a relationship with my kids. You you always call this out. It it just doesn't make sense. Like why would you say that? Wouldn't you say it's so important for me that Mary has a relationship with the kids? Again, because you're trying to sell, like she's missing so many things. Like if you're going to commit to this bit, commit. <laughs> like You're missing a lot of things that could help pad your story here. I see what you mean. I just think that they're in, they're in so many situations away from these sister wives. It's probably natural for them to just call them my kids or our kids, like her and Cody. It, they honestly, so much of their time is spent away from their sister wives that the way she spoke is probably more natural to her everyday life than sort of having these kids and multiple moms. That storyline's really, really non-existent. Just to clarify, my issue isn't with her using the term my kids. It's the beginning of the sentence when she says it's important to marry. Why is it important to you? Yes. Thank you. Because you're trying to sell this and I'm not buying it. It's, it's so bad because... You know, it's time to film. Let's set up a shot. Have these kids come over away from cameras? No. I Again, my theory, they have right. never come over before. And they thought, oh, it's a spring day. It's a great I, I filming. Wanna believe, I want to believe they hang out more than this, but I have a feeling that's not true. No, it's not true based on what Mary said in the previous episode saying, like, why don't we bring the kids over and hang out ever? Mm-mm. Mary ends the scene by saying that she's not going to walk away from these types of experiences because they are really important to her. These experiences that happen once, twice a year is not worth it. You might as well move because you coming back to film or have these experiences would be exactly the same. You know, it's wild. Similar to how Cody has... I don't really care about bashing him like a band. I don't even want to say abandoned because I still think that he gives a lot of the kids money and we just don't know about it. Oh, it's been confirmed. Yes, he does give out money. I think a lot of the kids, not just a handful. I well, think a lot of them. I still think time is more important. And knowing Cody, yeah, knowing Cody, it's a lot easier for him to just hand out money than like spend time, give you a gift. Like that's too much work. Like here's a couple thousand dollars, whatever. Yeah. In the same way, Mary talks about these experiences like, Mary, there are so many other relationships in this family that you should probably work on fixing or developing versus thinking about these two youngest children. Because it's almost like your focus is on these two kids with a sister wife who realistically doesn't care about you and a husband who's left you. And there are so many other people in this family, but I don't see you. On the show, again, if you're watching at home, I don't see you working on those relationships. And I mean, the other two wives, how do they have us, the other two original wives, how do they have the same story of like, yeah, like there's no hope of them having a relationship with you? There must be a reason behind that. Either how you treated them, how you all essentially grew up together in this lifestyle. You don't seem to be working on that relationship. I don't, again, from the show, see you working on other relationships because I'm thinking, Look at McKelty. She's also not comfortable around you. I mean, there are so many relationships you could be working on than trying to focus on this. What is it? Six people. We move on to Christine and Janelle having a bit of a gals chat after dinner. 
Janelle reveals that while she was on the property that Cody sort of kept a regular schedule, but would not come over until 6.30 or 7 in the evening and then would leave first thing in the morning because he needed to get the kids ready for school. The audacity because poor daddy Logan was getting all these kids ready, making breakfast, making sure the little ones were dressed. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. This is perfect to how Christine described her time with Cody. Gets to her house late at night, leaves early in the morning. The reason I point this out is because this is a confirmation. Another point of you see how everything these other wives are saying aren't lies. There's truth in these stories. And now we get to see one more truth on the side of Christine's storyline. Now back to the kiddos. This is just not fair. Cody tries to mention that he does this. Well, first of all, why isn't Robin doing this? And I think Robin knows what she's doing. She's saying, yeah, I told him like not to do that. But then he says, I want to do this. Like, you know, don't tell me I can't do this. Like I want to do this. But again, you're not coming to the realization that your sister wives are losing time from Cody. And I'm imagining when he leaves and helps her with the kids, he's not going back to that sister wife. No, he's going to Robin's. Exactly. Not daddy Logan. The amount of work we only got to see a glimmer, but this dude was doing that every day, mm-hmm. every day while Cody was not. That's wild to me. And then Cody tries to say that, yeah, those are different moments in time. For example, there's just less kids around. We weren't scrounging for money, you know, every which place we could find it. But at the time the show started and going on to, you know, the, the follow on seasons, you're probably making okay money. I mean, enough money where you're building four houses in Vegas. You're still not helping with the kids. You can't tell me that when you lived in a cul-de-sac across the street from every family, you couldn't help get the kids ready. Also, Truly is a year and a half older. When were you getting her up and ready and off to school? Once again, I just think these kids' storyline is just going to be so incredible. Just the difference in parenting, the memories. It's just so different from every other child in this family. Christine says she doesn't remember a time ever where Cody left Robin's house to come over to help get the kids off to school. This girl said ever. She says she thinks it's disgusting. You know, it's as I'm watching this live, Yes, I want to hate on Cody more, but then part of me is like, ah, oh, but he's helping raise two little kids. And I'm just like, yeah, but you also suck like with all the other kids. Mm-hmm. And then when Christine says it's disgusting, I'm like, ah, it's such a strong word because he's helping raise two little kids. And I'm like, yes, but he's also an asshole. No, he ne- he's neglecting the other ones. It's an, I don't care. Christine continues on by saying... Why can't she, meaning Robin, help get her kids ready for school when he's not there so he can spend more time where he's at? Snap, 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 snap. That's right. Why can't Robin do anything to help the other wives to be a sister wife? How come the nanny can't do it? You have a nanny. Does she still have a nanny? I don't know. Maybe that's why Aurora was with the kids. Cutting back. (laughs) Cutting back, right? I do find it interesting that... Christine didn't use this as ammo to call out the nanny again. 
It would have been a good callback. A quote, what does the nanny do? Or just, you know, I'm so confused. Do you have a nanny and you need Cody to get, help you get ready? The kids ready? Like, what are you doing? And the nanny has to go grocery shopping and tutor the kids. And what are you doing? Along the lines of what you were saying about direct responses in their separate talking head, Christine says, I'm tired of being called a bad sister wife. A bad sister wife is someone who monopolizes the husband so he has no time for anybody else. Hmm, who fits that criteria? One person quickly comes to mind. In what feels like a direct response, Cody says, a bad sister wife is someone that takes her children away from their husband. That's exactly what Christine has done. Robin has nothing to do with that. Robin is loyal and Christine wasn't. Which like bullshit. Like you can't say that about Christine. How many years? How many kids? Stop it. You're trying to rewrite history just like Robin does. That you're just, oh, this poor husband just doing everything right despite Christine. Also, just to point out, uh, Cody is perfectly describing what Robin did in her first marriage. A bad sister wife. This scene or this few minutes was perfect to me because it really did feel like almost like they were having a conversation through the talking heads. Mm -hmm. Back to the gals chatting. Janelle talks about how her birthday went. It was fine. It was like hanging out with a friend, but he just dropped her off at the end of the date, went home and he hasn't called since. Don't, don't cry to me saying you want to save this. Do you think after the date, Cody could feel that it was over or he just didn't get what he expected out of the date. That's what it is. He thought dressing up and making one reservation, she should be thankful and forget about everything. Which again goes back to, you don't want to sweep things under the rug, but the way you talk with Janelle, it's almost like you do. It's like, why can't we just reconcile? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, because you have issues. Mm hmm. I appreciate Janelle kind of speaking up in this incident because this is really kind of how I have been feeling the last couple episodes. Janelle explains that she gets the feeling that Christine feels bad for her. But in reality, she's not going to take less than she deserves and that she knows they're not going to reconcile. She's kind of tired of the, oh, I feel so bad for you. Oh, he, what's going on? He does what? He hasn't called. She's making it clear that like, no, don't feel bad for me. Like, I'm, I've moved on. Like, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm content. I get what she's saying, but even just in the last episode, you're still mentioning ways in which you would accept Cody back or how it would work. So you're not, I mean, I get for that to happen, it would have to be on your terms, right? You'd have to meet my terms. So mm -hmm. in that sense, it is factual. I just think Christine really wants her to leave Cody. She does, but it's like, it's everyone's own personal journey. Even though I know I'm being totally hypocritical because I tell Mary this every week, I yell it into the ether, <laughs> leave Cody, but I understand it's everyone's separate journey. We find out that Aurora is talking to a boy. I don't know why we needed this scene. It felt very young, like, 16. <laughs> I feel like when you're in your 20s and you're like exploring dating, like that's the last thing I would want on TV. This human is at legal drinking age, if not 
almost there. Almost. She's 20 here. It, I don't know. It's just, it does feel like I'm talking to someone or I'm, I'm seeing someone on screen that seems younger than 20. And it's always funny to see the sister wives when they talk about relationships or the, the dreaded word of sex, <laughs> they have to giggle and it's so immature. And even the way they talk to Aurora about talking with the boy, it's like the biggest news ever. And they're all giggly. I'm like, this it's, girl's almost 21. It's so taboo. Are you only talking? What are you talking about? But Cody and Robin have met him already and they do like him. This is going to be her husband. Like just throwing it out there. Please tell me. I know age is just a number, but please let's just not have a Caleb situation and please don't let this be your cousin. That's <laughs> no. all. Not even like a third cousin. I want this as a distant like this person does not share any kind of DNA with me. It sounds like there is no familial relationship. As far they as we know. They met at school. He's from another state. Called Utah. I was wondering if it was Utah <laughs> or Wyoming. Okay. I was like, mm. we were, We were breaking this down. Okay. I don't want to shit on NAU, but I don't know many people. Well, that's a shit thing to say, too, because I'm just not in the NAU world. But how many folks are going multiple states over to go to us like a regional school like nau if you get a scholarship you're going anywhere true yeah true. partial scholarship anything you mass apply but that, could, that could also be said like if that happens i'm going to any school like near me not yeah that's far. what it is no come on now i mean it's a university we also i also made a joke i will take any person that is not from this freaking bubble that they cannot get away from of like Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Wyoming, maybe I'll stick Colorado in there. That's just the Browns. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like Amanda, people from are, there. Amanda, they are the Browns. They are the only Brown family. <laughs> well, it's really just them that have that bubble. I don't like, think it applies to other people know, that live in Aurora, the state. It would be really neat if this gentleman could just be outside of this circle of states. Mary and Robin then reflect about how they were married at this age that Aurora is now. And they just kind of talk about kind of what that meant, how their life was. And Mary talks about how she never regretted marrying Cody, but that she was rethinking that she wished that there was more time to find out who she was. Something that they shied away from mentioning was at this point, did Robin already have a kiddo? Yes. Which I like how they just kind of, we're not even going to mention that. We're just going to mention, oh, I was already married at your age. And Robin's like, yeah, uh, but I was already married and had a kid. Well, I think. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Janelle and Christine were also like by 20. I think Christine also had a kiddo. Janelle was probably what, 21, 22 when she they was, got married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's just their culture. That is interesting, too, though, because Janelle was second wife. I guess that makes sense because I'm just keep imagining Logan's the oldest. Okay. Aurora talks about how she's just into flirting for now. Flirting is fun. And Mary says that she likes to flirt as well. And do you remember the Christmas tree lot back in the day? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that was intense flirting. If that guy's available, hit him up. I'm just saying, Mary, there's someone out there that would love to make you happy. Would love to be flirt with. We'll flirt back. Would love to talk about more than just 
whatever Aurora was talking about. Go weird with them. Go weird with them. Get, find someone to go weird with. That need, see, what? Man, the Browns could have made so much money off of swag. T-shirts alone. Like, so get weird. <laughs> Mary turns to Robin and says, hey, I have news. Oh, you love this part. No. You absolutely loved Heart it. Heart sank. Loved it. She says, I signed a contract for this house and confirmed she is staying in Flagstaff. The way I yelled, what? From the couch and just stared at Leon. Why would you do that? I may be filming, but like, get out. So Ellie, this actually works out a bit better for Mary because now she has a lease. She doesn't have to move her shit. When she finally makes the inevitable, I'm getting the fuck out of here. You're just going from this house and taking all your crap with you versus her old storyline with Robin was I'm going to get I'm going to downscale here. So she'd have to move her stuff from this house to a smaller house to inevitably leave that small house and go to Parowan. She's basically just saying, you know what? I'm not doing that whole small house crap. I'm literally going from this big house to Parowan. But she's still in a crummy situation because she's still moving a big portion of her stuff to Parowan. The renovation is still going to happen. So what's the point of having a house there when your point was to have both businesses in one place? Something that's interesting, that carriage house looks so small compared to Mary's house. It does. So So why are we moving it there? And the downstairs, because she does that filming, is basically like a stage room. Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. That. I know that upstairs storage is not that big. But packed. I mean, sure. <laughs> but that just seems like a really interesting move considering the sheer amount of space you have at your current home. I mean, you have an entire separate... That separate building at our current home, that two-door car or that two door, multi-door garage mm-hmm. thing, that thing looks huge. Yeah. That thing looks like the size of the carriage house, if not bigger. I, I just don't know. I don't agree with it. Something else I haven't thought of or haven't mentioned, Mary says there's not much, you know, she doesn't have a flow in Flagstaff. There's not much keeping her there. Mm -hmm. She's really by herself. But if you think about it, in Parowan, from the little we've seen, I mean, it's like the only person you hang out with there is Jen and her husband. So are you willing to make this entire move for your friend? Well, I don't know if it's for her friend. I think it's more for her businesses. But I, I guess I see what you mean for the BMB. It kind of makes sense. You can be closer. But I wonder what does she do at the BMB besides these weird hosting things where she's there and charges you like $5,000? Like, what does she need to do at the BNB? Well, right now there's haunted tours. So cute for Halloween. She's doing that. And then I don't think she does. I, I mean, as far as I know, maybe it opened back up, but recently you like couldn't make a reservation. I guess what I'm saying is, does Mary have to be there for that? No, but maybe Jen doesn't want to live in Parowan. Right. Or she's like, I have a kiddo of my own. I don't have time for all these things you want to plan. We're continuing on to Texas as the original plan was maybe, you know, so. Texas, Oregon, one of those. Well, she was coming from Oregon. Okay, gotcha. The scene at Mary's house ends with Robin saying it was nice hanging out. We were having a lazy afternoon and I'm glad Aurora could come. Mary always likes to see the kids, so it was good to catch up. Yep, just good for Mary. You did Mary a solid by letting your kids come over. 
We go back to Christine and Janelle chatting. Just generally, Janelle is kind of talking about how she thought there'd be more drama, but things are really amiable right now. There's just, she's at peace. When he's not around, she's fine. And she needs more of a companion than anything right now. Shockingly, she would still consider plural marriage. And I hope she doesn't go back. I'm all for whatever makes you happy, but to leave this situation and go right back into it with someone else, I hope there's at the minimum someone in between that and joining another plural marriage. Yeah, I'm not sure what the possibility of that is. It seems very unlikely that at this stage in life, you would find that situation and the way Janelle describes it as it would really have to be basically you walked into her life and said, we're the ones. And like, this is it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like something she's going to be seeking. Janelle says that her and Cody have been friends with benefits for years and that she's ready for something different. Friends with benefits, huh? Because we always said like we weren't sure if they were doing a whole lot. Were they just friends? But friends with benefits. I mean, that says a lot. I mean, when was when was the marriage? Excuse me. When did they fall out of love? Because, I mean, friends with benefits, you're essentially saying you're not in love mm-hmm. anymore. And it makes it almost worse. Yeah, I think you're right. You're you're sticking with this person who's treating your kids like shit. You're sticking with them for years, being in a state of friends with benefits with your supposed, my air fingers, husband. And why is he still doing that if he's not interested? Man, every time something like this comes up, I think about he basically made fun of his kids for wanting to spend time with their partners, mm-hmm. talking yeah. about getting their pencils wet. And I was like, dude, the way you described it, you were getting your pencil wet with three women who apparently you either weren't in love with or maybe you were in love with at some point and then you fell out of love, but you kept getting your pencil wet and kept getting them pregnant and yeah. self-described not in love downright unattractive like yes. you found them not attractive so insulting so what does that say about your character and who you are as a person but you were giving your son shit for wanting to spend time with one person their one partner the one person they loved similar to him but their kids have way more footing because they don't have three other wives to take care of Like, it's amazing how much respect I can lose for Cody. Like, every week. Like, you think you're like, oh, I'm fully done. It's got to eventually turn, right? Because it just keeps getting worse. No, I think it just keeps getting worse. (laughs) Oh, he was named reality TV's anti-hero this week. On, like, TLC? No, on, like, some magazine. Like, all of TV? Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? (laughs) He did a little, like, interview for it, too. (laughs) made Made it big time, huh? You know that ego was... Oh, it was at an all-time high. Yeah, like, he doesn't care. Like, all publicity is good publicity. Christine said, Everything I wanted in a husband is what Robin has. I'm disgusted by Cody's behavior. And that's what they all wanted. They all just wanted exactly what Cody is only giving Robin. I am curious to see what the next phase is of... Ellie and Leon hating on Cody because <laughs> it's so hard to believe it gets worse. How? We, and we say it every season, like, there's no way. 
but he digs his his heels in even more. He digs himself in deeper. We see a replay of Christine and everyone sitting on her back porch during the big kidney conversation with Cody. And then a talking head as well as Robin explaining in full confidence with her full chest how you are not released until you have sex with another person. Christine absolutely cracks up and says that she's never heard that in her life. She can't even contain herself. (laughs) Absolutely cackling. She's laughing at you, Robin. Yes, we're all laughing at, not with. I like, I hate, I don't hate to say it, but (laughs) I like this version of Sister Wives. You know why? The honest, I just love the honesty. Yeah, it's true. It's... It's finally the truth. This is those moments of tell me how you really feel. And I love that we're getting it. On the next time on, McKelty reveals that she is not only pregnant, but has a little extra surprise. And spoiler, it is her revealing she is pregnant with the twins who are now probably like one years old. (laughs) It is kind of a bummer when you're disconnected in the fandom. And the show you're following is so far behind Mm -hmm. that you know so many of the storylines that are coming up. But I am always interested to see how they develop and kind of the drama behind it. We then cruise on over to Robin's house for Ari's birthday, where some of the kiddos are kind of spending some time there as well. And you can tell how awkward it is. It is not all smiles and laughing and a good time. It is awkward. It is strained. And I feel bad for them. Anything else for this week? No, I think another fantastic episode. This is turning out to be a great season. And I'm looking forward to covering the next one with you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you had a good week. If you're interested or married at first sight, season 17 podcast has come out. I'm really hopeful about this season. I think people are matched decently well. I mean, of course, they're going to do their classic matching on trauma, but I'm still hopeful. Everyone seems pretty nice. Not not too bad of red flags. So if you're interested in that, definitely go give it a listen. Do something for yourself, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Talk to you all later.